What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Words Over Ice show, or welcome back for those of you who have been listening. Today, I got a very good buddy of mine. It's his birthday, or actually, when this comes out, it will no longer be his birthday, but we recorded on his birthday, and that's all a bit redundant, so I apologize, but welcome, Matt James, to the conversation today. A really good friend of mine, and we talk a bunch of nonsense, so hope you enjoy that. Head over to the gram and make sure you're following us there with the Words Over Ice show. I uh, really love hearing from you guys, so continue to send the questions and comments uh, to my email, ray at wordsovericeshow.com. And then you can find all this stuff on the website if you just head straight there. It's wordsovericeshow.com. All right, guys, enjoy the show. What's up, buddy? Happy birthday, man. Hey, man, how are you? Thanks for the birthday wishes. Yeah, you know you can't you can't sing the birthday song legally because it belongs to Michael Jackson. Did you know really? That? Well, that motherfucker's dead, bro. So sing away. Yeah, but it belongs to his estate. It's a real thing. I don't know if you knew. So who 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 currently owns his estate? Who who are we screwing? You know, by singing "Happy Birthday." I don't know. Is it a, his family? Probably. Is it a deserving person? Like, is it his mom or something? You're like, oh, I don't steal from Mrs. Jackson, or is it his dickhead dad? No, dude, it's probably his kids, Paris, and I believe one of them's name is Blanket. You think Blanket gets the money, and we're taking money from Blanket? Yeah, I think no, I Blanket it has it. it pretty rough. Those aren't even his legitimate kids, bro. I mean, I get it, like, whatever. It's just that, like, Michael Jackson's an African-American man. Like, towards the end, yeah, things I could see, you know, could get confusing, but he was he's a black, a beautiful black gentleman, and you'd think his children would, would, would follow suit. And those are just straight eh. white northern children. I know? mean, he wasn't really black by the end of his life, but... Did you see that documentary, Leaving Neverland? You know, I didn't, man, and I want to see it because I'm, I'm like a lifetime Michael Jackson fan. Like, I was legitimately bummed when he died. Like, when they played it all day, like, we listened to Michael Jackson all day for, like, two days. Like, I just remember... Dude, it's a little bit upsetting. Like, I was taken aback by that documentary. Uh, yeah, I know, but, like, I heard it was, like, kind of one-sided, though. I, I, yeah, but, man, all documentaries are pretty one-sided. Yeah, I suppose you're right, man. I mean, it's hard to remain objective, and, like, it's hard to even have a conversation anymore, because back in the days of BS, when it was like, hold on, let me insult my encyclopedias, or hold on, let me just make this up, there's room for speculation, you know, and, 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 and declaration. Now it's like there's 6,000 things that prove everything I say and then 6,000 things that say I'm bullshit. So it's like, yeah, we're right back where we started. I don't know, man. I think he did it. I think Mike was touching little boys. I really do. And, and this like documentary just kind of confirms it. To me, it was like we all knew it. And we all kind of just kind of suppressed it and didn't want to believe it or didn't want to hear it. There were so many accusations. He was bringing kids to Neverland and spending the night with them. It's fucking weird, man. The dude's, he's a weird dude. But this documentary was like, oh, okay, they got him finally. But you got to kind of feel bad for him. He's a weird dude. He had a rough upbringing. His dad was super fucking strict and Nazi-like. Like Michael Jackson's dad. I mean, the guy grew up in, like, Gary, Indiana. I mean, that's already child abuse just growing up in Gary, Indiana. That place is a bummer. Yeah, it's definitely a rough area. And then he, like, allegedly chemically castrated his son to make him a castrata. I hear that's speculation as well. Yeah, well, it's all speculation. I mean, that is crazy, though, if you think about it. If he was chemically castrated, which is, like, giving somebody drugs to drive down your sexuality, 
I think, just to reduce your hormones, maybe. I don't know. I'm no doctor, but that's a fucked up childhood, man. Can you imagine your dad doing that to you when you're a fucking kid, just so your voice stays higher? I don't know. But to your point, he definitely had a rough fucking upbringing, a weird upbringing in his... I don't know, man. He just came out a weird, weird guy. He, I, I think you got to beat or torture somebody into being a superstar. You know, you can't truly be creative without understanding the full span of humanity. And that includes too much suffering, I think, you know, he was on a different, he was on a different level weird though. Like, dude, he's a fuck. He's a genius, right? Musical genius. He was put here, he put here on this earth to do one thing and one thing only. It was to sing and dance, but I guess that's two things, but are you, yeah, (laughs) but the dude's just, he's a strange guy. Like there's no denying that. Like, but do you have you are you familiar with Bob Fosse? Do you know who that is? I don't. Who's that? Bob Fosse is one of the most prolific dancers and choreographers of our time. And Michael Jackson, like, kind of straight up stole. It broke my heart to learn this, man. But like, pretty much stole all of his dance moves from Bob Fosse. Like, Not the moonwalk. Everything, bro. Oh, I, I don't know if the moonwalk, but every other thing. And a jury's out on the moonwalk. But I was watching these back-to-back or like side-by-side videos on YouTube, and like, I think it was Thriller. And then this dude, Bob Fosse, was was doing his little weird dance routine right next to it. And it was like step for step, man. It, it was almost as big of it. In a way, he died twice. And yeah. Strangely enough, Bob Fosse's just like an old white guy. Like, I think he even might have been straight. You know? So how's that curveball <laughs> for you, liberals? We can dance. Even a straight guy, we can do stuff now. <laughs> But you don't you don't know how to feel like after you watch that documentary it's like do you same with r kelly right it's like do you stop listening is you almost feel guilty listening to the music you know what we I mean? were yeah we were in our 20s r kelly came out with an album but first he came out with every single song on that album and it went number one number one number one then he came out with the album songs we already heard and then that went number one you know Along with the crime of him being a crazy psychopathic rapist, which is seems pretty obvious to me at this point. I mean, for those of us that hung out in Chicago, I mean, I've been to the man's house. Like, you know, I did go to his house once. I think he he threw like a mansion party every summer. Yeah, he, he's 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 the weirdest guy ever, and like the way he acted. Like I was saying, though, the only crime is that guy should have had Grammys like almost every year up Absolutely. into that. Dude, like, he's wildly, wildly talented, R. Kelly. Most of these people are like it's always the super creative or the super talented and artistic ones that are fucking weird behind the scenes. I don't know if it's their upbringing or what, but they're either they're gay or they're touching little boys or they're putting fucking roofies in someone's drink. Bill Cosby, dude, one of the most prolific <laughs> yeah. comedians of his time, a true master, super rapist. Like he is. Just like Bill Clinton. That's the only one like running around out free in the world that nobody wants to bust is Bill Clinton. Well, it's because he's white and politically correct. He talks. Man, I don't think you know it's because I mean? he's white because they sure banged that one dude pretty hard for jacking off into plants and stuff. What, Weinstein? Can you imagine? It's like, yeah. oh, okay, you want to have sex with me? You want this part? All right, well, I'm going to jerk off into a plant and you just pull out your titty. Weinstein's a different, like, he's like a scumbag. Like, 
Bill Clinton has a little, you can respect him a little bit. You know what I mean? He's, he's put together, well-spoken Weinstein. You look at him, he's just like an overweight fucking scumbag. Well, he just has no, no image. So, so basically it breaks down to personal marketing plan. Bill Clinton's got a way, his hair game, strong, fluffy, white, beautiful. I imagine in his twenties, it was immaculate. That big old bush yeah, of hair. He's put he's together got. well. He's got the accent. Yeah, very charming. Shit. I might sleep with him. But I mean, other than that, I think he's just traveling the world having sex with people, dude. You know, <laughs> he's which in and of itself isn't illegal, but but there's murmurs, you know, lots of gray area stuff going on there. I mean, dude, when your wife's Hillary, and that's what you got to lay down next to every night. I, that almost you know? absolves the crimes for me, because like I would rather elect him again than, than fucking give that bitch a chance. I liked I liked Bill as a president. I thought he was good. I do too, man, for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I think he kind of set some wheels in motion that kind of screwed us. I don't know, man. Here's the point is we don't have money for anything. So it's like one side's like, we got to spend money on these social programs. I'm like, I like social programs because I want people to be happy, but we don't have any money. And then the the other side's like, let's spend all this money on military events. Well, I like to feel safe, but here's the thing. We don't have any money again. So like large corporations unchecked just end up going terribly like big pharma is is a grand point you get a cure and then we jack up the price and screw everybody and everybody's turn around and milking the insurance companies there's entire industries yeah built around milking insurance companies it's like the only modern mob left in existence and that's why people are looking into a lot of alternative medications yep. and that's what kind of brings us to the whole cbd platform yeah exactly and cbd jury's still out for me i just started using it myself and i'm using it for a different reason than you do which is good we're talking about this because we can actually lay it out there like i use it for pain and you're using it for you know your focus and anxiety right, right. Hey, there's got to be right and a wrong for every for everything you know what i mean and and, and with these topics are super gray um CBD, there's a lot more research and kind of cold, hard evidence now. Kratom, for me, the jury's still out. It's not something I think I need, but I definitely understand where people take it, and it might be good to get them off opioids. I'm glad that we're looking at just marijuana as a whole as a way to get off of drugs, or at least just not a gateway drug. I smoked a lot of joints, dude. Yeah, you, you know, did. I smoke a lot less now than I used to. But never once I get so high, I'm like, hey, let's just try a heroin needle now. That, that's just not something that happened. I smoked with a million people. No one was like, I'm so high. Let's let's go out and do some syringe drugs or whatever. That, that's just not a thing. No, no you were not. on that path of destruction. But let's back up for a second and discuss kratom or kratom. Well, everybody in the earth calls it Kratom. Uh, I disagree. I think that's everyone in this country, but we'll call it Kratom. Okay. Well, we say all kinds of things right that people are doing wrong. The English need to shape it up and start pronouncing Do you know it's actually classified as an opioid? You know why? Because it, the way it affects the, it, it interacts with the opioid receptor. Right. So it's an opioid. You know, I don't, I'm not into it, man. And, and it's, it, it's home country of Thailand. It's actually illegal. Now, where CBD has a lot of benefits, and I take it every day, um, as somebody who's had a lifelong struggle with it, lifelong struggle with ADD, and just basically paying attention and staying focused and shutting the fuck up and all these wonderful things that I have a problem with. Uh, another thing I didn't really want to admit to myself, because I feel like it's a cop-out for everybody, is I have a lot of anxiety. You know, yeah. And uh, CBD takes that away from me. 
Okay. So then I'm able to focus and stay more even keel. Mm-hmm. CBD is kind of become a no brainer for me in my life. And I've actually stopped using THC as much just because it gives me everything I want, all the benefits and none of the psychoactive. Like I can be, I'm, a, I'm an industrial electrician. So I don't really want to be high in a place where I could hurt myself or more importantly, hurt someone else. Plus I need to be constantly learning all the time but I do want to be relaxed. So CBD gives me that relaxation, gives, brings me down to like an operating level where I can much more easily receive information, learn, concentrate, get less aggravated, less quickly, and just be in a right. less anxious place. So was this something for you that kicked in right away or did it take like a week or two for you? Yeah, to definitely. Here, here's exactly, and, and that's actually like an interesting point to touch on because for me as like a lifelong THC user, well, just about, you know, um, the effects were a lot less drastic. So the first few times I took it, I would take 15 milligrams in the morning and it would hit me with the drowsy effect for like 45 minutes to an hour. And then all of a sudden I was just like in this peaceful place not mind altering, not Xanax and two beers, peaceful place, which I like to call the cloud. Um, but in like just a chill place to the point where I was like, is this where everyone else is operating? Like I, I could get into this. Also, that brings me to another point. It's super great for uh, insomnia. Like I sleep like a baby, better than a baby, better than any baby I've ever met anyway. Yeah. I sleep like the you know, and then I wake up now and I that you're rested. mentioning it, I absolutely have been sleeping better. And I haven't really put the two together or connected the two, but I've been taking it for a few weeks now mm-hmm. and I've been sleeping great. So I'll definitely give it credit for that. But I got a couple products from CBD Lux Life, which is a company that I had on the show mm. a few weeks back out of Pittsburgh. Interesting. Yeah. Super interesting guy, actually. It's a cool dude. But he got me a couple products. I got a vape pen, which is called, I have it right here. It's called Be Alert. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have one in my hands right now. Perfect, buddy. He also gave me a tincture, which is called Be Clear. I have one in the truck. Well, look at you. Which one do you like better, bro? Which one do you think is more effective for you? Um. Well, the vape pen, when I use the vape, I feel the effects right away. Mm-hmm. And with the tincture, I don't feel it right away, but I do feel it throughout the day, like a longer, sustainable relaxation type of feeling, right? Whereas the vape pen, like I said, you take a puff and you feel something immediately. I don't think it's as lasting either. It's like a fleeting effect. Exactly. Exactly. And I was just about to say that with the, with the pen, I feel like I have to every half hour. So I have to puff it again to keep it going. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I prefer the tincture, but if if you're looking to feel something, I think you you take the vape pen. It's more of that immediate. See, now my daily choice is, is capsules because that seems to be the most effective for me. I was just in this CBD store. I, uh, my preferred company is this company called Hemp Bombs. Okay. Their whole marketing plan looks like it belongs on a gas station counter, but they're the only people who source all indica plants. Now, I got in a discussion about this dude with this dude at the C there's a store literally called CBD Kratom all over Chicago. And he's like, well, there's, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you it does. Is like, Kratom legal up by you? It is man. And I really am shocked that it is. You know, what, you know, what's crazy dude here in San Diego, it's not legal, but I just bought some online from, I think it's the LA area, which is two hours North from where I'm at. 
but I just got some online. It's illegal up there, but I want to check it out. I'm hearing good things about it. I want to give it a try and see see what it does. I want to, but it sounds like it does the same things. But if you take a little bit, it's supposed to jack you up. Dude, I think we can both agree. We are probably polar opposites in personality. Like you are 100%. You are CBD, bro. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I take CBD to get down to your operating level. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely a special breed. I mean, I'm one of the most chill, relaxed, laid back people I think you're ever, ever going to meet. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. And I just don't want to take prescription drugs. I had a bad experience with Ritalin when I was a kid. And uh, I I just, I'm not a big fan. And and I don't see any like antidepressant or an anti-anxiety that isn't really mood altering or doesn't have like a litany of horrible side effects or just other things I got to deal with. CBD just does what it's supposed to do, helps with inflammation, helps with Parkinson's, uh, the THC, marijuana as a whole, which I was told my entire life is going to ruin my brain, it's going to make me stupid. There's some argument to that. Now I turn around, all of a sudden, oh, weed's good for your brain, it, it, it saves off Parkinson's. Oh, there's no problem. Now they're legalizing mushrooms. I think they're going to legalize Special K. They're definitely using it. Yeah, they are starting to use in, it. Um, different sort of therapy situations. So it just turns out by some sort of dumbass luck. All the drugs I liked doing when I was a kid, pretty much therapy drugs or not a fucking problem. So, I mean, well, you know, the history on marijuana and why it got banned originally back in the 1930s. Right? Absolutely. William Randolph Hearst over paper companies and rope contracts. Although nylon was a, is truly a better product. Yeah, but, it was. But it was I mean, it was him and it was Harry Aislinger that were in cahoots. To wasn't get this that he was uh, head of the DEA and the DEA was going to go defunct because they didn't really have shit to do. So yeah. then he started bastardizing it and that's what earned the name marijuana, correct? Pretty much. Pretty much that sums it up. It was these two guys in cahoots. Two crazy guys just ruin everything for everybody, man. Yeah, man. He put out that crazy fucking retarded movie. Uh, uh, Reefer Madness, bro. Yes. What a joke, dude. Watch out. You're going to get raped and start hanging out with minorities. God forbid. That's what happens when you get high. Have you seen it? Uh, dude, I've watched part of it. It's it's like insane. It just looks like a comedy. You know, it's it's so ridiculous. <laughs> dude, my favorite part of that movie is when the chick goes crazy and jumps out of the window. Oh yeah, dude, I have totally seen. She's the whole on thing. like the sixth floor, runs down the hall, and jumps out. I mean, of this dude, window. I don't do it's that. Crazy. I've had people jump off my balcony drunk. Yeah, but... dude, it's just rich white people fucking propaganda to make money. But whatever. Anyway, back to kratom or kratum. The more I learn about it, the more interested I get in it because it's got a wide variety of effects. That can happen to you. Like if you take a little bit, I believe a little bit is like one to four ounces is what they say. Again, I've never tried it, but they say it gives you kind of like an herbal Adderall type of feeling, like a focused feeling. But if you take a lot, they say you start feeling like you're actually tripping like on acid or something like that. Yeah, I don't need that. But that's weird because there's never that big of a swing in one drug. You normally have to like combine different drugs to get those crazy different effects. But there's three different strains of it. There's a red leaf, a white leaf, and a green leaf or vein. Actually, it's the veins. I think it's the actual veins that are within the plant. Wait, there's different kinds? Oh, yeah. It's red, white, and green. One of them is from Thailand. I think that one's called Mangda, I believe. And there's another one called Malay. I forget where that's from. But there's different strands, man. Someone did their homework a little better than I did, but that's just going to happen, man. Well, buddy, when I get interested in something, (laughs) I want to know what I'm talking about. But yeah, dude, there's different strains from different parts of, you know, Southeast Asia. There's the the Mangda one is kind of, I think that's the one that's the stimulant. 
And if you get the plant from there, you're going to get more of that stimulant, that energy feel. And then if you get the other one, the Malay, again, mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell that one's from, but that one's more of the relaxer. And then I think it has something to do with the colors as well. Like the green one is more huh. of the energy and the red one's the opiate or vice versa. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm talking about. I just started reading. Oh, this, shit. So. Moral of the story is I want to try it, see what it's all about. I didn't really know, even know about this since you mentioned it to me a few days ago. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then quickly corrected me. Well, it's pronunciation. Dude, I don't want you walking around. I'm still working through that. I don't want you walking around stupid, buddy. No, dude, that's going to tell you. You're going to have to quit your job for that one, man. <laughs> dude, that's actually why I ordered it. Now, I mean, not, not to quit my job, but to see if it helps with my job. Because as you know, uh, I'm in commercial real estate, so I analyze a lot of financials. So as with any job where you're looking at numbers all fucking day, and it's not every day, but... I need boring shit. It can be. It can get pretty fucking mundane from time to time. So I want to see if it helps out with that, man. If it actually is an herbal, you know, quote unquote, Adderall type of substance. So you're looking, you're, you're interested in like a nootropic basically is what you're looking for. Have you done any research with nootropics? Other than what Joe Rogan's told me? No, I haven't. That'd be actually another great subject to get on because I, I find that super fascinating. I just don't know anything about it. Like uh, it is interesting, but I don't know much either. He has one though, Alpha Brain. Yeah, you know the jury's out on that too. I had a buddy that tried it, and I, and I wanted to try it, but it's just expensive. But it's going to be expensive. Did anything that's supposed to work the way these, you know, Alpha Brain and there's some few other ones. Obviously, do you want to buy something that's thirty dollars a bottle? I mean, really. God, no, but I mean, CBD shouldn't be as expensive as it is. No. You know, that being said, I, I got a 500 milligram tincture and my truck's 80 bucks. 80? It doesn't even get you high. It's 80 bucks. Really? I bought a CBD joint just to try it. You got to be careful with that because if, if it's not always on hemp, it just sounds like what I imagine was potpourri. How many milligrams? 500? I have no idea on the joint that I smoked, but I didn't even get through it. My brother, no, no, I was the tincture you have. 500 milligrams. Dude, the one that CBD Lux sent me is a thousand milligrams. And I uh-huh. believe, I believe, don't quote me on this. I'm not in front of their website, but I think it's like 70 bucks. It's 500 milligrams. How many milligrams? Thousand? A thousand. Is it hemp seed, hemp seed oil based or MCT oil based? This is hemp oil. Full spectrum okay, hemp good. oil. Well, because you know the old, uh, if you take too much MCT oil, like from back in my uh, Bulletproof Coffee days, if you cross that dangerous threshold with coconut oil, where MCT is derived from, uh, you'll shoot your brains out forever. And it's not something that you can clench. It will find its way past. And you will, I promise you will shit your pants if you take too much MCT. It, it is a fact. And on that note, I think that's a, that's a good stopping point, Matt. I'm not going to dive a good stopping point? I'm not going to explore that one with you. I'm going to let you go there, enjoy there's your There's nothing to explore. I, I'm just saying. So MC <laughs> oil is, is a much better a much better base, in my opinion. I mean, I try to put it in my coffee, you know what I mean? But it's just, it doesn't taste good. I'll send you the link, dude. Check them out. More importantly, the guy who owns it, Nick Williams, he's a really cool dude. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he's one, he's a dude that you want to get behind. You know, he's a, he's a nice, nice. I like that. He's a bro. He's a guy you can hang out with and nice stand up guy. 
Good. We got to get the good PR out about the bros, man. We're under attack these days. Dude, that's a whole another conversation in itself. So let's save that for another time. But I know it's your birthday, man. I'm going to let you get back to having fun. Thank you for taking time out, dude. And again, happy birthday, Matt. Oh, thanks, dude. Good talk, man. We'll talk soon. You think that was cool? All right. That is a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining along. Always entertaining when I talk to Matt. Hopefully, we're going to get him on a little bit more consistently. Uh, He's got to twist his arm a little bit. But head over to Patreon. Continue to do the supporting and the donations. We really appreciate it. Patreon.com slash the Words Over Ice show. Thank you, guys.